You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. I know it's tough when you are the most recognizable person in a particular place like Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are, and also when you are somebody who comes across one of those guys in your everyday life, and of course you want you want photo evidence of that. That happens all the time. You want to take a selfie with somebody, right? I mean, this, this happens every day a million times when somebody who is famous comes across somebody who is not. But there is a photo on TMZ Sports after, you know, it's it's nighttime after the shooting where someone passed away, 22 were injured, there's still people in the hospital, of Travis Kelsey and a police officer taking a selfie outside of a restaurant where Travis Kelsey is smiling ear to ear, throwing up the peace sign. And it just is a bad visual for both of those guys after that happened. I'm sorry. It is. I mean, I don't know... Can you lay low for a day? I mean, this happened. It wasn't supposed to happen. You've been partying since the end of the Super Bowl. Can you can you lay low for a day? Can you get some takeout and maybe go to the hospital the next day? Is that yeah, too much he, to ask? He, he was completely, looked like ossified. He was, yeah. On that stage. So I don't, I don't necessarily know that he's in his right mind at that moment. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's, it's a bad look, man. Another bad look. For Just another bad look. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, if there were someone who wasn't as popular as him that was doing that on the Chiefs, that person would probably get crushed. But it's almost like Travis Kelsey has gotten into this. this, There's such level of fame now because of Taylor Swift that people are afraid to criticize him. You know, I mean, like, I I really think that's what it's gotten to. Like, Like some of this stuff. That like the bumping into Andy Reid and then this picture. If this were another guy, right? I mean, we'll like, have to wait for the Kelsey uh, podcast to discuss the picture now. Yeah, I know. But I mean, am I wrong? Like, if this were, I right. don't know, no, Marquez just, Valdez Scantling, nobody would know. But you did show you showed me the picture and, and you said to me, "This was ex- your exact words." What do you think of this? Yeah. And I looked at it, and, of course, I rolled my eyes, Mm -hmm. and I said, there's a lack of awareness there. Yeah, of course. And we're not in Kansas City, so I I, I can't speak to the overall general feeling, although I would think that it would be shock, dismay, anger, sadness, you know, every adjective that you could possibly, uh, you you could think of. Yeah. Not, Not going out and taking a selfie with a cop before you're going into a restaurant, I don't know. Yeah, after yeah, after the shooting. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's right. what we're talking about. Right, yeah. So it's a uh, little bit of a tough look. A little bit of a tough look. And by the way, th- there was another, as we were talking about with Jerry, the Howie Mandel, Dana White thing that I believe was a work. 
There was another one of these things that was going around that that I almost fell for, but I'm glad that I didn't. And now it turns out it was fake as well. That there was a, I think it was a TikTok post of a guy who claimed that he was the streaker, who one of the streakers who ran out onto the field, mm-hmm. and that he had placed a bet at one of the sports books if there would be a streaker or not, and he bet ten thousand dollars on it. And he won $20,000. And the fine for streaking on the field and spending a night in jail was like $10,000. So he walked away with $10,000 is what he claimed. And in thinking about it, you know, I was like, why would anybody, why would any book allow you to put ten grand on something that you could control? control. Yeah. Exactly. So it turns out that this guy was full of crap. But then if you clicked on this, his profile, it actually says, you know, parody account. Like it actually puts out there that the guy, this is what he does, is like does fake stuff. But it went. Well, at least the account tells you that it's parody because you know if if it didn't have that part of of it, right? I would say you know both are jackasses. The guy that actually did streak, and then the guy who claimed that he streaked. Yeah, and and what what X does now is they provides context on these things. Yes. So the video is there, and then. Underneath, it has one. Despite tens of millions of views across all platforms, this is not one of the Super Bowl streakers. See their mug shots in the slideshow below. Okay, there you go. Two, no Vegas sportsbook offered such a prop, as this prop is forbidden by Nevada gaming and in all U.S. states. So it's all all the uh, all the stuff is is right there. So you can't. It fooled a bunch of people in the beginning. They believed it, but gotcha. All right, let's go to Rich, who is in Rye. What's going on, Rich? Hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, quick question for Boomer. Super Bowl, the 49ers. The wide receivers had some type of three-foot-long or two-and-a-half-foot-long red tether coming out of the top of their back of their pants, and it kind of flowed like a ribbon as they ran down the field. What's that all about? You know, some of the defensive backs had it, too, as well, but they didn't have red. They had white. Um, you know, who knows what that's all about? You know, maybe they claim it's a, you know, a towel that they use to dry their hands. Uh, you know, I, I have no idea. It could be a fashion statement that they're making. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I just found it odd, but thank you. You're welcome. All right, here you go. Yeah, I mean, the wide receivers had uh, white towels coming out. Of, I mean, the defensive backs had white tails, uh, towels. I have no idea what that means. You know, I don't know. Are they using those to dry their hands or, or what's going on? Or maybe it is a fashion statement. Hang those towels right out of your pants. Yeah, who knows? That's like a new thing. I, you towels know. in your pants. But but you see what I'm talking about? I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're looking at some of the highlights now. Yes, I can, I can I absolutely see I have no idea it. what the hell it's all about. All right, let's go to Charles, who's down in West Virginia. What's going on, Charles? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys? Great, Charles. What's up this morning? Well, you guys were talking about Exembic and, you know, didn't know much about it. I've been on it for a year. Uh, my diabetes was getting out of control and, um, my weight was gaining. Now I didn't have a bad diet, but I mean, I did eat out a good bit and, you know, didn't have a lot of, um, you know, home cooked meals. So, uh, my doctor put me on a Zimbic and it kind of curbed my, uh, taste for, fast food and this kind of stuff i you know where i was eating out maybe three four times a week i I may be one or two times a month now and i've lost over 90 pounds with the ozempic and i can say 
that my A1C went from a 13 till 5. Yeah, and, and Charles, you, you're someone who should be prescribed it because you're a diabetic, and that's what the drug was made for. Um, it's Correct. now become a designer drug for people who don't have diabetes to lose 10 or 15 pounds that they don't feel like you know losing for changing their appetite or changing their diet, rather. So my question to you is, if you had gotten off of it, do you still think that you could keep those habits that you have learned or your body sort of morphed to on the drug? Well, as of right now, I have went a month without it because the supply... Because people See, are this is another problem with this, Charles. I'm glad you brought that up. So a guy like you who lost 90 pounds and is a diabetic who needs the drug can't get it because there's 8 million housewives that are going to go to Baja Mar that stick it in their thigh because they want to look better on Instagram. And that's the thing that drives me nuts. I, I have gained maybe two pounds back, but my... Uh, my appetite has stayed the same. You know, uh, uh, me and my wife, were cooking, you know, we're eating a lot of chicken, a lot of salads. Um, just we're, we're trying to eat more healthier. Oh, good, and, good, Charles. And I, I'm proud of you that you were able to lose all that weight. But you brought up some very, very important points there. It's a shortage of the drug now. Yeah, exactly. Which, Which I, I find it hard to believe that there would be a shortage of a drug. Well, it's because it's become – it's. It is now for people the thing that they have been waiting for forever, where I could now take this shot or take this pill and I will lose weight without having to do anything, which is what people have been asking. Overweight people have been asking for since the beginning of time. Yeah, but you would think big farmers, since they're so evil, would have more than enough on hand. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how and they will get the supply up again. They will. Um, but it has gotten to that point where it's so popular that they can't keep up with the demand. You know, I was thinking about you here. You're talking about supply. Do you remember the whole discussion around supply chain issues? Of course, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Why? Why are you bring that memory up? lane? I don't know. It just felt like, uh, but like just yesterday, we were talking about supply chain issues. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Yes, that All was that a big stuff. one. That was a big one. Now, I was listening to a, a podcast. Oh, another podcast. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about what people used to wipe their butts with before toilet paper. Isn't that crazy to think about that? Birch bark. Yeah. Seashells. So they'd scoop the poop out with seashells. Nice. Crazy. Seashells. Yeah, I heard that. It's amazing. I mean, how do you know? How do, how do people know that people back then were Well, using I mean, it's just like, like anything else, right? Why wouldn't you, would, would you just use a leaf? Some people did. And some people were close closer to the beach and they... You know, they'd have if a you did that, then just go into the water and clean yourself up. Yeah, and then when the sponge came along, that was something that, that was a big thing that helped out. And That's then, not a good thing. And then and then and then paper. What's not, not imagine thing? using a sponge? Uh, you know, you but you clean the sponge and you you wring it out and you know you go for it again. You know, back listen. You think like, people say it's the greatest invention since the wheel or whatever? Toilet paper's got to be in there when you're having that discussion. Where would we be? As a society, without that, I have a Toto. I have a Toto toilet. I know <laughs> that does it on its own. I, un I understand. I don't need paper. I I, I, I fully understand. But, but I don't need paper. But there's are times that you may be in a hotel room. Didn't you have a tushy? I did have a tushy. Yes, I don't. I no longer have a tushy. Well, you no longer. Okay. No longer have a tushy. But that's you know that's sort of like 
Like your well, that's a serious. You know, that's the Rolls Royce. Of yes, it is one hundred percent. Like the only thing better would be to have someone actually come in and do it for you. Yeah, like a fireman with the hose. Right. <laughs> That'd be the only thing better than that. Uh, Kevin and Yonkers, what's going on, Kevin? Hey, Boomer. Hey, Geo. Glad, glad to talk to you. Happy to talk to you, Kevin. What's up this morning? Uh, I'm just a little bit upset because you guys think that these um, parades are going to stop now after what happened in no. Kansas City. No, I don't think okay. so. I don't. I don't think I so. I mean, you can't. I, I mean, all the New York parades. Yeah, I no. Listen, if the if the next New York team to win a championship, there will be a parade down the Canyon of Heroes, and there will be about five thousand cops right along that parade route. Exactly, and uh, it'll be your choice to to want to be there or not. And by the way, you know we are a city that has a lot of parades. We have a lot of parades. Yeah, there's a lot of overtime to protect those parades, whatever those parades are. You want to go back and forth with parades in New York and see who can get the most. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big parade guy. You know that. I, I'm not claiming that I'm a big parade guy either. I just want to see how many how many people you were at the Thanksgiving Day parade. All right, so there's one. All right, that's one. I will go the Gay Pride Parade, Columbus Day Parade. I'm gonna go the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Uh, I'm gonna go the West Indian Parade. Damn it, you took that one for me. <sighs> now listen, the Norwegian right. Day Parade over in. And Brooklyn is not very big. Wait. It used to be big. St. Patrick's Day Parade. Bang. That's a big There you go. Bang. Very big. What mm. do you got now? Can I play? <laughs> All right, if you want to go ahead, if you want to. Greenwich Village uh, Halloween. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm. about SantaCon? That's nah, not really not a, parade. a parade. Not a parade. Not a parade. That's, <laughs> that's more of a drunken celebration. Not a parade. Yeah. Uh, Boomer and I, though, tied. We have gone tit for tat. We are tied. Yeah. I don't have another one. I'm telling you right now, I don't have another one. There's not like a President's Day parade that's no, coming up. Mem- Memorial Day is more of a small town thing. Not, yeah, not, not in, in New city. York City. Yeah, I there's no July 4th parade. They just do the fireworks. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think we got them. Did we get them all? Well, you know, the Norwegian Day parade over, you know, in Bay Ridge. Uh, Bay Ridge. Yeah. Columbus, did you say Columbus Day? Yeah, I did say yeah, Columbus Day. Yeah, he got yeah. Columbus San Day. San Janeiro? Oh, that's a festival. That's a festival. 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 It's more of a festival than a parade. Come on, Eddie. Don't yes. get these confused now. Right. It's a festival. You get. I oh, have the Chinese New Year deal. That's a that's a that's a festival type of thing. But wait a second. That might be a good one. That might be a good one. I think they might have a parade because I see you know when they do the big dragon. The dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. They do come walking down the street with a dragon. That could yeah. be a good one. <laughs> I think you. I think you might have won. I could have won. As reluctantly as I want to admit this, I think you just beat me with. With Chinese New Year. China. China vagina. Yeah. Vagina New Year. <laughs> I think you just got me. Damn. A lot of overtime. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I got buddies that are city cops that... that they love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in light of what happened yesterday, obviously, it's a different situation. But when it's a nice... When it's a celebration... Well, yesterday it was supposed to be a celebration, too. But we don't know why. Right. This is... We don't know why... The people with the guns showed up with the guns and what they and what what they were trying to do. Yeah, we, we, we don't were know trying to yet. shoot people. Pretty no, clear. but we don't know why though. Right? Yeah. I mean, there. So we don't know what. I, I think there. I, I saw where there was a handgun. I don't know if there was a a long gun or not. I'm not sure. There's a lot of things still out there. Like for example, the 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 Boston Marathon bombings. We. 
that was very clearly right away terror. That's what that was. Right now, we don't know what, why this happened and who was targeted or whatever. It, I did think I read yesterday, though, that they believed it was more criminal in nature than terrorism. Right. Um, but I will, I will well, you wait to see. judgment until you find out. Uh, Greg in Owego, New York. What's going on, Greg? Good morning. Hey, guys. I just wanted to talk to you. I know you're into golf and everything yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, a little story about uh, a golf tournament that I used to play in when I worked for the government for an agency. We called it the Director's Cup. Okay. It was a match play tournament, about 32 guys in it. You play around one week, and you advance if you keep going. Well, I'm playing this one guy one weekend, Saturday weekend, and he had a bout of diarrhea on the eighth hole. And he had to do something, so he, he went into the woods and uh, wiped himself with some leaves, like you guys were saying. Yeah. We came back to work the next Monday and found out this guy wiped himself with poison ivy. Oh, ah! <laughs> oh man. Come on. Man. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I could see that happening. I really could. Uh, I mean, why don't you, know you go I, back? You're, you're on a golf course. You're not in the middle of the mountain yeah, somewhere. Sometimes you can't. You, I, yeah, I know that, but sometimes you can't. You, gotta, you just got to let it go. You got to let it go. I mean, I've never had that situation happen to me. Only, no, the only time that ever happened to me was coming back from Phoenix after going to the Greasewood Flats for dinner <laughs> out in North Scottsdale. <laughs> Sounds like a diarrhea catalyst. You know, it was a cool place. It was out in the desert. Yeah. It's the kind of place that Eddie would love going to. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And uh, we had a plane, the flight back the next morning. And uh, I spent pretty much three quarters of that plane in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a rough one. I mean, I did have. So it does happen. You know, you know what I mean? Post norovirus last year. I it was like two days out, and I still was having stomach issues. And I played in a uh, golf tournament at Belport Country Club, but I was able to hold it until I got close to the clubhouse. Right, ran in there, said, "Guys, just give me a second, and let somebody play through if we need to." And then, but I mean, the, going in and wiping your butt with poison ivy is about the worst case scenario. And you got to understand what poison ivy looks like. You never, we all know what it looks like. You can't just grab it and be leaf. grabbing poison ivy. And by the way, those leaves are small. Yeah, it's a bad choice. I mean, that's bad. Choice. You got to grab like a maple leaf. Yeah, or, I mean, even a, I, I would prefer oak leaf. Yeah, something like that. Yes, maple leaf would be the the choice if if it was around. But if, the problem with the maple leaf is sometimes, like, just think about there could be like microscopic bugs on. Ah, yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden, you got worms, and it's, it's even worse. Worms or poison ivy in the butt? What would you rather have? Uh, poison ivy. I don't want anything to do with worms. All right, very good. You want something to do with worms? I don't, no. But I feel like... You know, like, you hear about those people that have worms in their body? Yeah, tapeworms and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's just... How do you get that out? If does it, how do you get a tapeworm out? Uh, I think they give you, like, some sort of drug or something. Oh, God. All right, Boomer. I, I've never had one, so I don't know. <laughs> Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You know, everything okay around here? Well, yeah. Everything's good. You good, you good, Jer? Yeah. Al, you good? I don't feel great today, but... Why not? I have a uh, bad sore throat, unfortunately. Oh, you do? Yeah. But you're sick now. I am. Yeah, Very sore throat. Though. Yeah, sore throat is the first sign of something's on its way. You know? Knock, knock, knocking at the door. Yeah. Yep. What do you think got you sick, Al? There's some people coughing on the airplane. Yeah. I always kind of blame that. You could have you could have gotten into an Uber or something like that. You could have gotten definitely Vegas of. related. Yeah, I mean you also could be a little bit tired and run down. Correct. So that leaves your body a little bit more vulnerable. Um, I just noticed that there was a little bit of a, I don't know, intense moment in the morning for the warm up show. <laughs> it Very not, intense. Oh, it was, it was intense. intense. Yes, no, it well, was. I I heard it live. I wouldn't call heard it. it live. I wouldn't call it intense. I heard. I heard. What I heard was intense. I will say that it was. It was certainly an, an awkward moment, and there was a parachute pulled at eleven after the hour, <laughs> which generally does not happen. It, usually, that first segment will at least go to sixteen seventeen. Yeah. So there was a bailout. It was a bailout spot. Um. But uh, but yeah, I mean that happens between. Guys who work together every single day. And my, I was, I'm just, I'm not myself today. You don't feel well. I don't feel well. I'm run down. I'm burned out of a sports lot of stuff. Just sports talk. things. Should we send I, them home today? I said to you a few weeks yeah, ago it was coming home. soon. No, I'm not going home. I'm here. I'm not going home. Yeah, but you go home, you get more. You right. know what? Here it is. Once again, setting the example. <laughs> I appreciate that. I it. respect that. And, you know, if more people were like you around here. As opposed to running on to X and posting, you know, pictures and, you know, oh my God, look at me, I'm the greatest person in the world type of things. Yeah. You what know? are you talking about? Who, did that? Who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I believe he's referring to Sean Morash. Yeah. Who I am a oh. fan of. We love Sean. Yeah, 100%. We like love Sean. And so forget to, remem- to remember that from time to time. Yeah. I never know how serious he is. If he's actually angry, not angry, really defended himself, not. I, I can't tell, which I guess is a good thing for right. him. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Eddie just told me he does have that uh, awkward. Oh, he does. It's yeah, less... see, I want to hear this again. I want the listeners to hear that. Oh, Don't hear on. you guys in the morning. It's <laughs> Just to listen and see how they hear it as opposed to how I hear it. And I hear intensity. <laughs> I hear anger. Well, it was one of my very passionate topics. Right, and I feel frustrated. I feel the frustration from you guys. Because you can't call... Jerry, so change the name. Who gives this a crap? Like if a w- this is really bothering you? Yeah. Well, bothering that that people like you keep paying for it and encouraging people them. People like me? Yeah, and encouraging... You don't even have Channel 2 in your condo. Right. Oh, my God. All right, I don't pay I, for... I can't do that. I'm not doing the cable thing today. Okay. Holy crap. All right. My God, we got the. You want news? You open Twitter four thousand times a day. It's right there for you, right? And you're worried that ESPN News calls itself ESPN News. Correct. Who cares? Well, I care. You really concern yourself with the weirdest things. All right. That, what else? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> 
right into Michael the Bull. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's 510. Yeah, I hope yeah. traffic is in. <laughs> it was just like, it's like if 1010 Winds started playing rock music and didn't change their name. Like, you're not 1010 wins anymore. So oh, you're, you're still back on the argument. <laughs> yeah, this it's, band it's, is, doesn't make I, sense to me. I, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Are you guys okay? Fine. <laughs> Fighting over something so of stupid. Of course, they're fine. fine. Of course. This happens is to happen every, every talk show host duo. And everybody. But it was just... But I, over ESPN News, really, guys? Well, I'm locked into cable channels. Like, <laughs> this is whatever reason I'm locked in on that. So the argument you were making or the, the With thing the that parade. We yes. had the big parade shooting. Yes. If you went to ESPN News, which is what it was supposed to be. Yes. They're running reruns of stuff. They don't do ESPN so News on ESPN, ESPN News. News anymore. But, but it has to drop the news moniker. They it have it for a decade, about. But they still have the, the name. Yeah, I understand that. So you want them to drop the moniker Correct. news. Just be as... Call it ESPN Replay. ESPN, ESPN 3, 4. Or yeah. ESPN Crap. Right. <laughs> ESPN yeah. Ocho. Yeah. And that would solve all the problems. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, Jerry, you got an update for us? So we're brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Before the break. That, what else? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before the break, you guys were talking about worms. Oh God! Someone was... sent me a video of worms coming out of somebody, and I I am not opening my phone the rest of the day. So I thought it was interesting because as you guys were doing this, I was putting this together, and I'll explain why in a moment. They are the stuff of nightmares. They dwell in filth and feed on decay. Maggots. I found maggots between my toes. Now, why would I play this? <laughs> now, I was going to end with this, but because you did the, the worms right before, but it was perfect. Did you see the story in the post last night? Uh, no. A Delta flight from Amsterdam to Detroit was filled with maggots that fell onto passengers' heads from an overhead bin while midair. The bugs, <laughs> this is, people are unbelievable. The bugs had infested fish that a passenger put in his carry-on luggage. Oh, come on. Who's traveling with fish? I have no idea. What is that? Sm First of all, forget the maggots for a second. What does that smell like on a flight? Well, you, how does that get through TSA? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Just the bronzino and someone's <laughs> carry-on? What are we doing? I don't know. The picture had two pieces of, like, fish in the bag. <laughs> And there was no ice or anything? This I don't know the answer. A... That I don't know. Oh. All I know is it was filled with maggots. That person should be in jail. Whoever that is oh. should spend at least a week in jail bringing dead, oh. rotten, maggot-infested fish onto an airplane. And so you were talking about worms. Have you ever Googled maggots on YouTube? I, or I, can't, it? I, I can't. No, man. Man, it is something to be seen. There was a woman that had a maggot on her breast. That she was at the doctor and he had, dude, it's disgusting. It was in her breast? Like on the top part. Yeah. And you could see where the maggot got in. How did it get in? Uh, it fell from the from the overhead <laughs> bin, apparently. I don't know. And they had to, like, cut a hole out to pull the maggot. Oh, it's gross. And the videos of these people upload is unbelievable. You can find some sick stuff on the internet, man. And a lot of, a lot of dogs get infested with them from being outside. Yes. Really awful. So you you brought it up with worms. I did. I was, there, but they are a part of the food chain. They do have a have a very big role. I understand yes. that. 
just stay out of our house and out of our airplanes. Yeah. Because that's disgusting. Does PETA stand up for maggots? You know? The people against the ethical treatment. <laughs> yeah. Do they? PETA gang? <laughs> like, are they going to call us because we're besmirching maggots? You know, where does I'm that not, line hey, stop? I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, well, you can't stop with insects. Animal. You can't bring fish with maggots on an airplane. You just can't bring fish on an airplane. <laughs> One would think. What the hell? I, I don't know. You know, our buddy, uh, Joe G., he would be a guy who would bring a fish on an airplane. No, he did bring fish on airplanes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was in the Delta cargo section, and they were, you know, well, that's frozen. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, And he would then deliver it out in L.A. Yeah. To Wolfgang Puck and the boys. Of course. That's yeah. a big difference than putting two fresh fish in your... But <laughs> fresh? Fresh? Or dead or whatever. I mean, how I could they know. be fresh? I mean, if somebody is carrying fish with maggots, those maggots didn't just get on the fish when they got on the plane. Right. Those fish had maggots when they put them on the plane. Where do maggots come from? Flies. Right? I don't know. Fly larvae. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was fly larvae in his bag. Yeah. Did you ever see like when you see a dead carcass and there's all these flies? Oh, for sure. That's where they come from. And then maggots are born from that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they serve a purpose. I understand. Yes, in this case, a disgusting purpose. It's, it's amazing. It's a really amazing thing when you think about it. I don't want to. It's really well, you awful. You just brought it up. I know, but I'm, I'm still sick from watching those videos, actually. Lenny in Connecticut. What's going oh, on, Lenny? Yeah, Boomer and Gio, I got a great maggot story for you. <laughs> I love a great maggot story. I love a great maggot story. Go ahead, Lenny. Go. I'm like 10 years old, 11 years old. I'm at the movie theater eating a box of goobers. And I'm eating the goobers, and I can tell something's wrong with these goobers. They, these ain't no regular goobers. So I, I'm 10 or 11. I keep on eating and eating and eating. Sooner or later, I figure out something's really wrong. I start walking into the lobby of the movie theater where it gets lighter and lighter, and I literally look in the box, oh. and the box oh. was filled with maggots. And, and you ate, you ate a couple? Oh, I ate many. Many, oh. many. In fact, How do you... I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, do maggots taste like goobers? Like, how the hell did you keep eating them? Oh, my God. I'm 11 years old. I'm watching. It was like 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh, I don't know any better. So what was in my mouth, I had spit a big thing back into the box, and that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And when I got into the lobby of the movie theater, I look in the box, and what was in my mouth was like a giant larvae. That the oh maggots were hatching on. Oh, come on, Lenny! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> a giant I mean, larvae. You know, but you, you can find maggots in garbage or anything. It's not I, just not I just know that. dead animals or carcasses or people. No, I've actually there was one time it was like the in hot garbage. If you oh, like, hot garbage, if yeah, you like big put, flies like to drop the yeah, larvae. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that, uh, hap- that happened once. What do you mean my, hot garbage? What do you mean like a like hot a, day? Like a hot oh, day? Oh, in the summertime. Okay. Right. If you put it out there and there's food in Got there, yep. and even if you leave it overnight, they they can pop up just like that. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Chris and Massapequa, what's happening? Hey guys, listen, you guys are talking about sponges. Last week, I happened to come across this fact that. A sponge that you use in your sink for your plates and pans and pots oh, no. has 54 million bacteria yeah. than the inside of a toilet bowl. Right. Trust me on that. All right, we'll trust you. Yeah, see this. Yeah, is, we got you. That's one of those local news things that they yeah. do during sweeps, right? Right. Why the sponge in your sink is going to kill you and your family <laughs> at 11.
Tiny right? man. 54 million bacteria in your sink. <laughs> and you claim to love your kids. <laughs> tonight at 11. That's no. Is that Srini? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Let's go. Jerry's oh, got Jerry. Srini in New yeah. Jersey. Is it Srini? <laughs> what is it? Hello. 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 Hey, hey Boomer. Hey, hey guys. Uh, great listening to you. A couple of things, Boomer. I'm with uh, you and Toto all the way. I think mm. somebody once told me that a bad wash uh, was better than a good wipe. Yes, very good. Yeah. Yes, it's like a bad putt <laughs> better than a bad chip. <laughs> good job, Shreve. Yeah, man, that's good. I'm telling you, you just went from butt to golf very seamlessly. <laughs> All right, what else here, Jerry? Uh, funny. I haven't done anything. Uh, the Knicks lost to the Magic one eighteen one hundred. Paolo Bancaro, right? Yeah, till next Thursday. See, and I think they went zero four in that little four game run I was talking about? Yes, oh, but in fairness, because... There's I know they're injured and everything else, playing. yes. So I guess these games really don't matter much. Right? Uh, they do matter, and they could end up mattering in the standings later. Right now, they're 33-22. Right. Uh, I'll just... Here's Tom Thibodeau. Because of what's gone on, they're, obviously they're exhausted, and the injuries, it's good that the All-Star break is here. I think it's a good opportunity to take a break and recharge, too. You know, so, you know, after the amount of games that in travel that you have, uh, you want to take advantage of, of that as well. Understandably so. So they will play next in Philly on the 22nd. You've got the All-Star break this weekend. The Nets were a complete no-show in Boston. Lost by 50, 136-86. They got getting hammered in the first quarter, got hammered at halftime, and they never made a run. Um, coming up next hour, we'll have some stuff from the uh, the Suns game and the Clippers game. From the, uh, obviously, the stuff with the parade that we've discussed all morning long. Um, the 49ers did fire Steve Wilkes. And then I'll just give you a couple more before I get out of here from the Kelsey Brothers with their New Heights podcast. Um, this would be on the, I know this is a couple of days old now, but on the 49ers taking the ball, you always wonder, like, what the players think. Well, here was Travis Kelsey when the coin flip happens and the Niners say, we want the ball. Here was him talking to his brother Jason on his podcast. Not trying to harp, harp on the guy, but it was a huge, like when they said we want to receive and the ref looked at Fred and he said, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you sure you want to receive? And he said, I yeah, was, yeah, I want to receive. I want the ball. And he would go on. He was kind of laughing through it and trying to hold himself yeah. down. But basically said that gave him the confidence that, yeah, let's. So NFL Films put out a video of that mm. and the uh, chief sideline and Patrick Mahomes when he was running back to the yep. sideline. Yeah. And they were like, could not believe it. Like they were given a gift in that situation. Well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the referee always asks a question like that because they want to make sure that the player is sure about what he wants in that situation when they flip the coin because they've had problems. Don't you remember that uh, Thanksgiving Day game between Pittsburgh and the Phil Lions? Luckett. Phil Luckett, and it was uh, Jerome Bettis. Head sales. Yeah, right. Remember? So, yeah, so they, they just Isn't that why sure. they changed it? Yes. That's why they changed it. Well, you got to tell me before you do anything. Tell me before I flip it, and then they want to make sure that, you know, you're not deferring, you're taking the ball, that kind of thing, yes. No doubt. I, here's the interesting thing about all of this. Now, the, the Chiefs have come out and said that had the 49ers scored a touchdown and kicked the extra point, they were going to go down and try to win it on a two-point play. Now, right. That's what they all said. I, that that could be interesting, but I, you know, what would Kyle Shanahan have done had he scored a touchdown? Would he have gone for two? Boy, I tell you, if you think your defense is that good, you kick the extra point and say, "Go stop them." 
Right, exactly. That that's probably you know. I think yeah, I don't know. I can't get into a, the, the man's head. He did the wrong thing. At the end of the day, you have to defer. And he's unless deal with it. unless like I said yesterday, there's five percent of the time where you may have a quarterback that is so on fire, kind of like that Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes divisional matchup yep. where they both were going up and down the field. Maybe just in that case. You would take the ball because you're feeling the game. Plus, it's outside, and there may have been wind may have been a factor. Rangers, Canadians tonight. Devils, Kings tonight. Rutgers, Northwestern tonight on WCBS 880. Seton Hall and UConn won last night. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Top Studio. What else? That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Now that we're getting farther and farther away from the Patriots dynasty and we are living in the Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid dynasty, there's more stuff that comes out with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and Belichick not coaching, obviously, and Tom Brady being retired. So there's this new Apple Plus docuseries that is coming out, and it's called The Dynasty. And there's some stuff in there that has already hit the media and uh, this is Tom Brady talking about that last uh, year or two years ended up in Tampa, but that discussion that he had in, in leaving the Patriots. And he said, based on how things had gone, meaning in New England, I wasn't going to sign up for more of it, which is <laughs> basically what I'm taking from that. Tell me if I'm right. Was just. I don't want to play for Bill Belichick anymore. Now, based on things have gone, they had won six Super Bowls, or but right, yeah, six, and Tom Brady won a seventh in in Tampa. They had won six Super Bowls. So when when I read that, I wasn't going to sign up for more of it. Means that the negative of playing for Bill Belichick, no? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that. I told you that uh, you know when you when you would talk to Tom Brady and you would get into like the Patriots or you getting ready to do one of his games or a Super Bowl in which you would talk to him before the game. Yeah. You know, there was there was a little bit of that, you know, you know what? I'm successful. I get all that, man, but how about a little bit of appreciation from my head coach? Sure. Now, I think they both do really admire and respect and appreciate each other and they got the most they got the best out of each other. But I also know that there's frustration, you know, because there's so much success and there's only so much praise to go around. And I just think it's the human nature of the the ego to want to be a guy that's appreciated or has felt like he's appreciated. And maybe Bill Belichick didn't do a good job in that regard when dealing with Tom Brady. Yeah, and maybe that's what drove Tom Brady to heights that maybe he couldn't have reached on his own. 
you know, yeah. maybe in, in, in search of finding that appreciation and that love for his head coach, he kept wanting to stick it to him by playing better. Who knows? No. I don't know. Maybe it's a tactic. I, I do know this, that um, I have never seen an athlete. Now, Tom's a great athlete. Don't get me wrong. But he's not like a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen type of athlete. And, you know, and quite frankly, Joe Burrow was an all-state point guard. Uh, in high school, yeah, uh, I, you know, Tom is probably a great baseball player. I'm assuming. I'm sure he could play. Ba- I'm sure he could play basketball. He could do whatever he wants. But really, truly, where Tom separated himself from everybody else is just the the desire to be great and all the sacrifices he made to become great. And that's the thing that is amazing to me because Patrick Mahomes physically is more gifted. You could see it when he's running with the ball, when he's throwing on the run. I mean, Tom could do all of that, but Tom was a guy who figured out early in his career, staying in the pocket and being accurate and throwing the ball correctly, he was going to become a really good quarterback, then on to becoming a great quarterback, and then going on to even further heights, becoming the greatest of all time. Yeah. And the greatest of all time is tied to his Super Bowl victories, Super Bowl MVPs, not so much a regular season MVP, but um, I, I also think that, you know, that, that, drive that he had to become great very few players have that especially with the amount of money that they are making now so uh, i would think that it's going to be it's gonna be really hard for patrick mahomes i'm just thinking like when he's 35 and he's already made a half a billion dollars is he going to still want to do it to the point where 10 more years he would catch up to Tom Brady in terms of longevity? Think about that for a second. Yeah. I, so he's got seven more years until he turns 35, right? He's 28 now? Yes. And Tom Brady lasts until he was 45? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he's on quite the run. There's no question about it. And you are right. It is the dynasty era of the Chiefs, Andy Reid, and Patrick Mahomes. Now, I never, I don't think I'll ever or will ever see. The like the struggle and the friction between Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, like we saw between Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean because their personalities are so different. Belichick and Reid, that is. I do yeah. think Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady have similar mentalities about wanting to be great and the and all the things that come with it. But I mean, Andy Reid and Bill Belichick could not be two more different people when it comes to who they are on the sideline. I mean, it was was interesting that that was somebody put out a, you know, uh, one of these posts on X that had all these X players and draft crazed people just killing the Patrick Mahomes pick. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Yep. I saw it. I I couldn't believe some of the people that were in that that, uh, post. Well, there was nobody who liked it at the time, apparently, except for maybe Ben McAdoo and John Dorsey, the guy who made the pick. But everybody who was uh, analyzing it on TV at that point, I know you loved him when he came in here, but the people that were actually, that were working the draft had all these negative things to say. You know, I think uh, someone, was it Todd McShay or somebody said, like, he did, not only does he have bad footwork, he's got no footwork or something like that. I mean, it's just amazing to see. You know, I, I'm just, I, I, I almost had this, I think most quarterbacks can look a guy in the eye and tell whether or not he's got it or not. I realize, I swear to God, I you know, like if you were evaluating out Caleb Williams for the Bears, the Bears should call up like Kurt Warner, Steve Young, Phil Sims, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly, and have those five guys go in there and meet with Caleb Williams to find out whether these guys think he's got the you know the stones to become the quarterback of the Bears. Right. It's like the the brothers of their sister meeting the person that 
is the new boyfriend. And like, let's just take a look at this guy and see yeah, if he's got I mean, it. Exactly. I yeah. mean, I think that every one of these great quarterbacks that has ever played uh, could actually sit down and talk to a guy. You could because you could see him on film and everything, and you could see whether or not they can throw the ball and what kind of throws they can make and do they have a strong arm and how's their footwork. You know, that was the thing about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he was so undisciplined as a player. Well, yeah, because he was running for his life half the time. Yeah. And I bet you Brock Purdy the same thing. I bet you he was running for his life half the time at Iowa State. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.